0: Hi, this is Claire. Boyce back on another Midnight Mind podcast. Tonight, it's, oh what is it, Thursday the 25th of June 2020 and it's now almost 10 to 1 in the morning so the mind is racing. I'm still housebound or chairbound, still can't get upstairs, so this is why I'm doing this new podcast. Anyway, tonight I'm going to talk to you all about rejection. Isn't it fascinating that when we get rejected, be it in romance, jobs, friends, family, it feels like we've been thumped in the chest. We get that same pain in the stomach and it's now scientifically proven that rejection or that feeling of rejection triggers the same emotions or the responses in the brain as physical pain. So that's why a lot of you, when you have a broken heart or when you're feeling really low, you actually feel pain, physical pain. And that stems back to when we were living in woods and forests and we were in tribes, because if you were rejected back then from your tribe from your group it meant that you would die you would most likely starve you would most likely be turfed out in the wilderness you would freeze to death in some places or you could just be tossed aside in whatever setting you were in so being rejected back then was the same as receiving a death sentence and though evolution has changed and we have changed rejection still causes the same emotional and now physical responses that it did back then. So that got me thinking about heartbreak, you know, when we break up with somebody or they break up with us or, and how many times have you experienced that pain, that pain in your chest where you actually feel the heartbreak? And I've had so many people come to me and they say, Claire, I can actually feel the pain in my chest. And I used to actually attribute this to the heart chakra because we all know that we have energy centers that trigger off certain pain facets in our body when things happen to us. But this makes so much sense. So how do we get over rejection? Well, first of all, we can't get over it if we ignore it. There was a study done years and years ago, and they had a group of people. One third of them, they were venting about their exes, and they were giving out and saying how bad it was. They were focusing on the negative attributes of their relationship, thinking that that would get them over the breakup quicker in the second group of people this group of people were obviously more spiritually evolved maybe and they were thanking their ex-partners for all the good times and letting them go with the proverbial love and light and the third group of people they used avoidance techniques they went on the rebound they got drunk they went out partying, anything they could do to take the mind of being rejected. So then the scientists, whoever it was, or whoever it was back then, went back to the three groups to see which group of people <coughs> recovered quickly or first from the breakup. And funny enough with the first group, they did they had a lot of pain and they but you see because they were focusing an awful lot of time on their relationship yes they were feeding the negativity but they were helping themselves feel and that brings me to the next saying that i heard on a podcast uh, recently you can't heal unless you feel So although I'm not telling you to go around and focus on the negative attributes of your ex-partner or whoever it may be, because we all know that if we focus on negativity all the time, then that's going to lower our frequencies and then you're going to feel like rubbish. But what I am saying to you is allow yourselves to feel. Because unlike the other group of people who let it all go with love and light, they never really got over the breakup because they didn't allow themselves to heal so the feeling of rejection lingered on for year in year out and of course when you do that you start to doubt yourself you start to look at the other person with rose tinted glasses that's when you look at somebody who has done you wrong or whatever happened it could be you that that's done something wrong but In my experience, it always takes two people to tango. You can't, like, one person doesn't fall out or cannot argue. It's impossible to argue with somebody if the other one isn't arguing. But if you're going to stay in that mindset of letting it all go, then you're going to start looking at the other person like uh, they were wonderful and everything is your fault. And yes, 50% of it could probably be your fault, maybe as far as 70%. But nobody is completely blameless for any relationship that has failed. Maybe you went into the relationship and you wanted more. Maybe you thought you wanted more. Maybe they were just out for a good time, or maybe they wanted more. Because that's the one thing. When we go into relationships, we stop being honest. We try and mould ourselves to be the person that the other person wants us to be. But that's not the person they fell in love with. The person they fell in love with is you, who you are right now. So most importantly, it's about being yourself and allowing yourselves to feel. And the third group of people who went on the rebound went partying and you know, had a good time, so they wouldn't have to think about their sadness, so they wouldn't have to think about what's happened, and they wouldn't have to think about what if. Well, they had to wake up, they had to sober up, they had to stop partying, and although they could have gone from rebound to rebound, they never quite got over the ex. So the motto of the story, what I'm trying to say is you cannot heal from something unless you feel it. So it's important everyone to allow yourselves to feel and I thought I'd bring up heartbreak because I don't think there's anyone I've ever met who hasn't been heartbroken when it comes to love. Now I'm going to talk about rejection from business or from a community. I knew somebody once and they were in this large group of people that met every week and had fun together and did all these, you know, exciting new things and new ventures. And in a setting like that, the people in the group, they tend to become your family. And you look upon them like they're your family. But if you fall out with the Person who runs the setting or runs the group, then you're kind of discarded, and it does, it feels just like it did when we were in the tribal years, when we were thrown out of a setting that could have destroyed us. Being rejected from a group can also be lonely, can make you feel totally isolated. Whether it's a support group, whether it's an activity group, whether it's a spiritual group, it doesn't matter rejection always has the same effects so remember give yourselves time to grieve remember stop looking at the other person or whatever the situation you find yourselves in with rose tinted glasses nobody's perfect we all make mistakes and I do know that a couple of people will be listening to this and say well Claire you've made more than your share of mistakes and yes I know but in order to move on from those mistakes we have to heal we cannot heal unless we feel them unless we go through them and maybe take the rejection not so personally maybe look at yourself and see well could I have done something differently and maybe it's not that you've done something wrong maybe your life path was with somebody else You know the saying, I think it's a saying where God moves you because you were getting too comfortable. Sometimes something has to happen, something gives that makes us move, that makes us change direction. So remember, whether it's happened to you before or if you're listening to this now and you are heartbroken, remember that goes back to tribal years that feeling that feeling of hopelessness that feeling of dread that physical pain in your chest when you've got your head on the pillow when you just can't sleep and you find it impossible to eat remember that that actually is a trigger in your mind so once again i will tell you all to learn to control your thoughts because it's your thoughts that create your emotions and this is an emotional trigger and of course we all know that it's the uh, our emotions that create the world around you so that's my little bit of uh, my ramble for tonight and i really hope that you've had a nice week and i hope you find my words encouraging And you get something out of them. So for now, this is Claire Boyce saying goodnight.